For far too long, we've allowed the foundation of faith to be relegated only to metaphysical truth rather than actual facts. Indeed, many of us shy away from talking about the facts of our faith, preferring instead the personally emotive, distinctly modern, and substance-free personal truth as a guide for conversations. I'm Michael Quinn Sullivan with a reflection on life and liberty. I've grown weary of people talking about their truth when what they mean is their disjointed and often irrational opinion. To steal a line from the late John Nance Garner, that truth isn't worth a warm bucket of spit. Frankly, a faith that isn't built on a foundation of facts isn't worth much, no matter how much truth we feel is behind it. For generations, we've been told to think of faith as a purely metaphysical experience, something in which we can believe without the burden or support of facts. This is emotional hogwash. It's driven by an intellectual inferiority complex that is foreign to the pages of Holy Scripture. In 1 Peter 3.15, for example, the faithful are told, In your hearts, honor Christ the Lord as holy, always being prepared to make a defense to anyone who asks you for a reason for the hope that's in you. End quote. And I'm sorry, but your emotions don't really count for much as a reason. Like the proceedings of a court case, solid facts are the reasons that matter most. There is actually very little in the Old and New Testament that we're asked to accept on faith without a lot of attending evidence. Time and again, Scripture makes bold claims of things that happened in reality. And thanks to advances in the science of archaeology, we have greater evidence than ever before for the factual reliability of those biblically recorded events. Pharaoh wasn't asked to explore his emotions for the truth of Moses' words, but instead was given very public evidence for the demands of God. Jesus didn't lounge around saying, trust me, I'm the promised Messiah. He offered signs and performed miracles as proof. Over the years, the intellectual elites mocked scripture as fairy tales, claiming there was no proof for any of it. And so, the various schools of divinity and theology retreated, treating the stories of scripture as allegorical rather than literal. Unfortunately, facts keep intruding on the carefully constructed disbelief of the fallen world. Here's just a couple of examples. It was fashionable up until a few years ago for the anti-religion crowd to claim there was no evidence apart from the Bible for the existence of King David. Pretty basic, right? If King David was a mythical figure, then most of Scripture, old and new, is little more than fan fiction for a non-existent god. Except... An ancient tablet was uncovered in the city of Dan referring specifically and unambiguously to the Davidic line of kings. One cannot have a Davidic line without a David. Now, archaeological digs taking place under modern Jerusalem are almost daily finding more evidence of life in the court of King David and his immediate successors. Among my favorite recent discoveries are those of two seals for two royal administrators from Israel 3,000 years ago. Ordinarily, such finds would have been little more than a curiosity attesting to an ancient royal court. Yet, these two names appear next to each other in Jeremiah 38.1, each mentioned just that one time. In context, the discoveries powerfully attest to the overall reliability of Scripture in delivering verifiable facts. 
It's almost as if God ordained their names to be placed in the Bible so that the discovery of their seals would serve as a signpost to the skeptical three millennia later. The list goes on and on and on. Now, as an aside, Texas Scorecard leads trips to the Holy Land every other year to explore the biblical roots of American self-governance. We'll be announcing our next trip soon, so watch for those details. Every time the intellectual elite claim the Bible can't be trusted because there's no physical evidence of such and such, it seems another discovery is made dashing their faithless claims. For all who sincerely seek, God makes evidence available so that their faith can be anchored to facts. As evidence mounts for the factual reliability of Scripture, those who deny its basic truths are the ones clinging blindly to a false faith. Yes, Scripture makes extraordinary claims— but backs them up with details that can be tested in the real world for those with patience to do so. Facts are the foundation of Holy Scripture, which we disregard at our peril. And honest faith is found in how one chooses to apply those facts. This is the 100th edition of the Reflections Podcast. If you like it, be sure to subscribe, rate it, leave a review, and encourage your friends to listen. The Reflections Podcast is presented by Texas Scorecard, and today's edition was produced by Luke Marshall in the 1836 Studios. I'm Michael Quinn Sullivan. Thanks for listening.